All right. Good morning, sir. How are you doing today? I'm wonderful. I'm great. Thanks for thanks for having me. I am more than happy to have you. So, how is the? Uh, fir- I guess the first question is, how's the weather up there in New Hampshire uh, this day? <laughs> well, I, I I would tell you if it would if it would just stop snowing, it would be super duper. But uh, I, I've just been blown away the last few days at how cold it's been. It's almost been a repeat of January. Um, but. Uh, I, I think that Mother Nature is going to turn up the thermostat here in a few days, and I think we'll be uh, ready to get cars back on the track up here probably in early early Aprils, which we're excited about. Oh, I'm I'm hoping so. You know, it's, so it's not racing weather then. No, Jeff, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not by a long shot. I I feel for my folks, my friends down in uh, at uh, in Connecticut at Thompson. With I mean, they've got an event April eighth, and hopefully, uh, with the icebreaker one fifty that. Uh, you know, they're ready to go as well. But I think Mother Nature's going to help us out in the weeks ahead. Well, they don't call it the Icebreaker 150 for nothing, I can tell you that. No, <laughs> no, they don't. Well, uh, speaking of racing up there in New Hampshire Road Speedway, I've, I've personally been up there many times. It's actually where I saw sure. my first race back in 2009. Uh, Mark Martin won it. I'll never forget it. But I've been to the track many times. I love it. It's a fantastic place. So... I was a little disappointed, as you can imagine, to see that the second race of the year, the fall one, uh, usually the first race of the playoffs, was taken away. But I I have been reassured that there's lots of events that are going to be just as good, if not better. So what's going on late in the fall this year? Yeah, so, um, you know, working with our senior vice president of business affairs, Don Hawk, and working closely with Bruton Smith and Marcus Smith, um, we were able to negotiate with NASCAR a triple header weekend um, for September of this year, Friday and Saturday. Friday will be practice and qualifying, and then Saturday will be three races. And, Jeff, we're going to feature uh, the first time in the United States, Pinty's, which is a late model series that runs up in Canada, um, they'll be here for the very first time, which we're really super excited about. We have a very large Canadian crowd that comes down and supports New Hampshire Motor Speedway, and we're honored to um, have that series showcased here at the Magic Mile. And then we're going to have the k and Pro Series Global event. So what that means is the k and Pro Series East teams will be here. But then to add a little more oomph to that particular race, NASCAR will take in the points leader and or the champion, depends, you know, because it'll be late into s- September. So it'll either be the points leader or the champion of both the Euro Series and um, the Mexican Series, the Mexico, uh, pin, uh, I think it's the um, uh, Peak Series out of, can- uh, out of Mexico. Those champions will be here, or point leaders will be here, to race with the uh, the best of the best from the Canaan Pro Series East uh, competitors. So we think that's just going to add a global element to what is obviously a great racing series in and of itself with the K&N folks. So we're super excited about that. And then the granddaddy of them all will be the 250 lap, the, the largest, longest, biggest modified race in the history of the tour, We'll do a 250-lap modified, wheeling modified race here at the Speedway, uh, which we think is just going to absolutely um, be one not to be missed for years to come. I think it will become the marquee event on the modified tour calendar year in and year out. So there's a lot going on. We are over-the-moon excited. I think the team is engaged. And really, Jeff, one of the things I would also mention is 
you know, unlike a lot of the other places where the modifieds race in particular, um, we're going to really utilize the infield for, for the fans. Um, you buy a $35 general admission ticket and you've got access to the infield. You want to spend another $40 and get a garage pass? You can do that. But even if you don't, you can still watch the race from the infield. There'll be displays and beer tents and music and other activities. Um, so you don't have to sit in the stands the entire time if you don't want. You can move around. So we're really, we're really going to change the way that the Speedway operates during, you know, comparatively speaking to our bigger, you know, bigger July weekend with the Monster Energy Cup Series being in town. Um, the September weekend, which we're calling the full throttle fall weekend, will have a completely different feel for fans. And I think that uh, it's one where they're going to go, wow, I can't wait to get back here in 2019. Oh, I can only imagine. That actually sounds really incredible. Um, I mean, I wish I could go. I, I'm only just hearing about it, and I wish I could go. Sadly, I'm stuck out here in Indiana from August to May of every year, but... Wow, you, might wanna, you might want to figure out if there's a way to get yourself to the East Coast, because I, I think to, uh, to be missed. And, uh, um, you know, the other thing i got to mention, too, is, is I think we're excited to do, at the end of that race, when we secure the victor and uh, at the end of the modified race, which will be the final race of the day, when we have that vehicle secured in victory lane and the track is technically cold, we're going to open up every crossover gate and everybody is going to be able to come on in and come into the infield, regardless of whether you have a garage pass or not at, at the conclusion of the race, so that it just becomes one big party in the infield. So honored to do that, and we know that race fans will really, really appreciate getting close as the teams pack up and head to the next event. So it's going to be a fun afternoon for sure. Oh, wow, definitely for sure. And the thing is, New, e- New England is modified country. I mean, that's how... I sort of started seeing racing at local tracks is I would go to, um, oh, I'm forgetting the name of it right now, and I'm going to hate myself once I think of it. Oh, no, it's uh, in Connecticut. And the Thompson? Name, no, not Thompson. Waterford? Um, not Waterford either. It's the one right at the border, like 20 minutes from Springfield. Um, oh, Stafford. Stafford Motor Speedway. Sta- oh, Stafford Speedway, sure. I knew I'd hate myself when I thought of it. Oh, man. But I would go down to Stafford with my dad and just see races down there, and that's how I started sort of really getting into it. So I think a whole weekend that builds up to the longest, uh, probably probably the best race of the whole year for the Wheel of Modified Tour has got to be, that's going to be really something else that the fans are going to love especially. And um, Yeah, there there is just something, Jeff. There is just something about the Magic Mile. I mean, it's the, it's the length. She's, you know, it's a mile track. It's flat. Um, the back stretch and the front stretch. I mean, these guys will pass each other, you know, going into turns one and two, and then they'll they'll shuffle and they'll pass each other. They'll they'll build up speed on the back stretch and pass each other going into three and four. I mean, it, it is just a fun and exciting race. There's multiple grooves that the folks can that the, that the competitors can choose. Create creates great racing, great side by side action, um, and I just can't fathom what 250 laps is going to feel like. I, I, I I mean, there'll be live pit stops. There'll be a natural break. I mean, we're still working through all the details with the competitors, but um, it, it's it's you know, and the, you know, we just we just signed a uh, we got a deal cut together with a uh, with a with a with a group that'll be adding some lap bonus money. So it'll really pay these competitors to be up front, and so there'll be an added incentive to the purse to race to the front of this right from the drop of the green flag. So we think that. 
the fans are going to see uh, a re- you know, I don't think you're going to see people sitting back just kind of riding around for the first 150 laps of this race. I think you're going to see them tear after it and get right up on the wheel from the moment they drop the green flag. Yeah, like you were mentioning earlier about just how they race New Hampshire. I mean, I've I've sat in those stands, oh gosh, maybe a dozen times my in my yeah. life, and you, I've seen the wheel and race there plenty of times, and it's just they'll dive in and you know get the pass right at the start slide out because they drove it in too hard and the guy will come around the outside and it's just there's there's no right way to race it if that makes sense so it's pretty much whoever just the track favors can get the pass on it's it's such a great race because you never know what's going to happen whether in the cup series where you have kevin harvick a couple years ago come from third place with 10 laps to go and get the win or the wheeling race where they're just spinning out half the time i remember i was uh camping next to a guy uh, who was racing that day or that night or the next day or something. And so we went to the race, the wheel and race to watch him. And as we got back to the campsite, we saw him come back and he had just been driving like a madman all day. We thought, and so we asked him about it. We go, what were you, what were you thinking? You were, you know, drifting around the corners and you ended up doing pretty well, but you were, you were drifting the whole way there. And he goes, I I was racing pretty calmly. I thought, you know, right, right. <laughs> So, you know, there's so many grooves, so many different lines you can take. One guy will go low, one will go high. I mean, it, yeah, it just depends on where the car hooks up and where they feel they can get the most speed out of the track. No question. Right. What I love about the series is that everybody is in there racing for their own name. You know, everybody wants to win every single race just because they want to further their career. Versus the Cup Series where they're sort of at the top. So if they don't win one week, it's, oh, you know, we'll we'll get them next week, no big deal. But these guys, every single race is right on the edge of their seats, they have to win, and they're going to do anything to get there. And that's what makes racing fantastic. Yeah, you know, no question. And, and I'll tell you, it was good, Jeff, to get out of New England. We went down to Myrtle Beach over the weekend. Uh, my vice president of marketing and myself, uh, we went down, and it was good to see the competitors, see the teams, to just see modified cars on the track, um, you know, People, I mean, people look fast out of the gate. I mean, Doug Covey was right up, up on the wheel, and he was he was setting some pretty fast laps, and so was John McKen- McKennedy, and um, who all you know went on to win that feature. I mean, it was it was fun. It was good just to to be down there and to hear engines on the track, and and know that uh, in just a few short weeks we'll be we'll be doing the same here in New England. You know, as soon as Mother Nature cooperates and stops dropping snow on us. So, speaking of uh, that trip down to Myrtle Beach, I heard you stopped in with a uh, mutual friend of ours who helped sort of set this whole thing up, uh, Scott Allen, right? Oh, yes. I spent a lot of time with Scott Allen. Great guy. (laughs) We spent, uh, we chatted, and I hung out in his hauler for a little bit. We got to spend some time together. It was fun. And uh, we both know he's a fantastic guy, but I also heard that you're going to be driving one of his modifieds this year. Is that that true? (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's it's I'm, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked that. Uh I'm I'm sure Scott's had some sleepless nights, uh but uh, but I I told him I said I would be first of all I would be just absolutely honored at the opportunity to get behind the wheel of a modified and to just give it a give it a whirl around the speedway, but uh I promised him I I, I wouldn't be like the Days of Thunder movie where I'm going to yell I'm going to drop the hammer. Um I I would I would uh I would go easy. Um I just want to get the feel for the car. Um, you know, I, I've turned many laps up here on various cars, including, you know, some, some stock cars. But uh, 
I've never been behind the wheel of a modified, so I'm excited to see how that the grippy tires work and and how it all kind of comes together. But Scott's been he's he's been a fantastic ambassador for us. He's worked with our marketing teams to help us promote, and um, and I know Scott and his team will do a lot for us as we move into 2000 in the guts of 2018. And he's a great guy and. And um, it'll it'll be a fun afternoon, and we'll 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 have some kind of live social media presence from the team when when I'm actually on the track. Maybe we'll somehow figure out how to Facebook Live it or or come up with some way to, to let fans see the general manager, you know, wheel around a, a wheel and modify it around the, the New Hampshire Motor Speedway. <laughs> he yeah. uh, he actually phrased the whole thing to me uh, a couple weeks ago because he and I talk, you know, a couple times a week and. He calls me one morning, and I, I pick up, and we're talking, and he goes, so uh, how would you like to have the GM of New Hampshire Motor Speedway on your show? And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. And he goes, no, no, he owes <laughs> me. A- and he made it happen. Yeah, he did. He did. Some of the things he's that kind guy of guy. Does. Oh, my goodness. He's, got, he's gotten me so many people on this show, Corey LaJoy, Jeffrey Earnhardt. It's just unbelievable what this guy can do. But he, uh, he says to me, so I've got – um, I can get this done for you. He, the guy owes me a favor. I go, oh, you know, what did he do? Like buy a lunch or something? He goes, no, he's driving my modified. So <laughs> another, another and you're like, you're like what? Yeah, that was that was my reaction. Was just another. Oh yeah, sure he is. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I mean, obviously we we haven't locked in the. I'm at least I'm not aware of. Maybe they're working <laughs> behind the scenes with the marketing team here at the Speedway, but I'm not exactly sure on the date just yet. But, um, you know, obviously with, with, you know, Scott being a local New Englander, I'm sure that we'll figure out a time that works for both of us. But uh, it'll be a fun afternoon. I am so ecstatic to do it, and I'm honored that, that Scott's going to let us do it. And, um, you know, I think it'll just be a cool experience to share with race fans. And certainly um, it'll be fun for me to, to get behind the wheel of one of these, these, these awesome race cars. Can't wait. Right, and I mean, I love seeing people that don't typically drive just strap in behind, getting behind the wheel, and just you know, and you can tell they're out there just having the time of their lives. I remember at New Hampshire Motor Speedway, it was a, uh, it was a 150 mile race. I can't remember the name of the series. It was American Canadian Cars, and behind the wheel was the Vermont Governor, and oh, uh, truth be told, Bill Scott, yeah. Truth Absolutely. Be told, I don't think he did all that well that race, but he was having the time of his life, you could tell. And it was just, it was great to see that, you know, people are getting interested in racing and it's, it's just so great to see things like that. And another thing uh, Scott wanted me to ask was since you, since you are getting to drive his modified, he told me to ask, well, do you need anyone to do a grid walk at uh, the summer race? I imagine I'm going to be up there. I don't see any reason why I wouldn't be up there. He said, do you need anyone to do a grid walk or do anything for you that race? Oh, well, you know what? That's a good point. I, you know, I don't have all the, I don't have all the final thoughts yet put together on what the team's going to need. But, um, so you're going to be in the area, Jeff, then, is what you're telling me. Uh, for the summer. For the summer races. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the, should uh, all, be, yeah. The shootout and then, of course, the, the uh, Eastern Propane 100. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah, let me uh, let me talk with the team and find out what the what we've got and what we need. I mean, I'll communicate and I'll get you plugged in with the communications team and figure out how you know what what we what we might be able to look at. Absolutely. Hey, that sounds great to me. So I guess uh, yeah. I guess now everything between you guys is even. All debts are paid between you, me, Scott, <laughs> everybody else. So 
You know what? You get well, to drive a modified. I get to just keep doing what I love, and Scott gets to have some press attention and someone great behind the wheel. So I think everybody. Yeah, wins. absolutely. See, we all see Jeff. At the end of the day, we all win on that deal, exactly. and that's that's always a good thing. And uh, you know, Scott was kind enough to bring me some swag the other day, a couple <laughs> of um, uh, some hats and some jackets. I mean, he's just a great guy, and it's fun to talk to. He's got a background in media like I do, um, so we can communicate and connect on that level. Um, but, you know, obviously his involvement with the Modifieds and to be able to get in his car and just take it around the track easily, um, I, I, I think it's going to be just a fun afternoon. And I'm, I'm honored to do it, and he's a great guy, and I'm glad to know him, and, and I, I look forward to working with him and, and uh, his team as we get ready for the racing season. Well, there's nothing I can disagree with you on there. I mean, I met him... Uh, gosh, at a car show. He just showed up with a hauler and happened to park next to us. My dad um, has an old truck that he likes to just take around sometimes, and so we were there in a car show. And so I go over, and I was maybe 13, 14 at the time. So I, I sort of just go over, and I'm kind of talking to him. I'm like, wow, this guy's a racer. And then by the end of the day, somehow, I had a contact card. I had a tire from one oh, of yeah. his cars. And, you know, nicest nicest guy on earth and really – Really will do anything for anyone. It's great to see. He's a good man. He's yeah, absolutely, Jeff. He's good people, and and he's passionate about our sport. It's evident when you meet him, and uh, there's no question he is a fan of Wheeling Modifieds, and uh, he's a he's a good ambassador. And I I do look forward to spending time with him and the, and the other competitors. Um, you know, Tim Salamito helped us out helped us out last year when we made the press announcement about the weekend, as did Doug Kobe. Um, they're great guys, and and they'll do anything for you. Uh, they're great ambassadors for our sport, and um, you know I'm absolutely thrilled that the Wheeland Modifieds certainly have such great competitors and great team owners, and it's fun to spend time with them and to try to help them. And um, and quite frankly, our fans absolutely eat it up. Modified racing, as you said, is religion in this part of the country, and um, they put on one whale of a show at New Hampshire. And I, I just want to go on the record too, and just say I want to remind everybody that will be listening to this to this interview. Tickets, tickets will start. You know, like I said, at thirty five dollars, they're only on Saturday, and they're only ten dollars on Friday. So that is a, you know, you'll, you'll get to see three series practice and qualify on Friday for ten bucks, and then you'll see three great races on Saturday, the twenty second, for only thirty five dollars. There are all kinds of parking opportunities, Jeff. There's free parking. There's premium parking. You can park in the infield. You can park behind the main office building, or you can park out in the outer lots where all the freeze parking is. So there's, there'll be all kinds of opportunities for fans to choose what what fits their budget and what fits their lifestyle. Um, camping. We've already had over 400 campers already sign up and buy their camping spots. Um, you can basically camp in designated areas around the property. You can even camp in the infield. Um, which is not available during our July, you know, Monster Energy Cup weekend. So there's all kinds of different things that I think fans will really kind of get sink their teeth into and get excited about when they look at the website and look at all the information that we're providing. And again, we are just trying to offer opportunities for different experiences should the fans want to want to do that. So that we think is going to make the weekend even even sweeter and, and I think better for our race fans. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's. I've always gotten the feeling from New Hampshire, uh, ever since I started going to races in 2009, that it's just, you go, you have a good time, and everything is, is built around 
the fans, whether it's, you know, dozens of off, you know, offices to buy tickets at so that there is there's never a line more than, you know, 10 minutes long, even Saturday during the Xfinity races. Uh, if you went up and you wanted to buy tickets for that race and the next day, it was no trouble at all. And it's just, you know, it's a very streamlined service where you, you can go in and it's built around convenience. And it's just, it's, it really is a fantastic place. And that's why I was so excited about this interview. It's just, I've been there. I know the place so well. And it, there's never a bad time that you're going to have there. You know, I've been no. there. I've been there so many times, and I, I was a diehard Jeff Gordon fan. I've seen him wreck there, gosh, three or four times at least. I've never seen him win, but I've seen him wreck in New Hampshire more times than I can count. And every time, I'm still going back just because it's such a good race to go to. And it's, 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 it's a yearly tradition now. It is. It's tradition, and it's a unique facility. It's a unique track. Um, you know, when you look at you know, the, the, the portfolio of, of all of Bruton's tracks, um, you know, five of them are mile and a half, and then you've got this road course in Sonoma, a, a half mile oval in Bristol, and then you've got this mile oval in New Hampshire. It's flat. It's it's they some some say it's Martinsville on steroids. Some set their cars up like they're racing at Indy. Um, it just depends on 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 the crew chief and how they want to set the cars up. But the track itself is a unique animal. It's just a it's a it's a it's a real position track. I mean, it's it's all about you know pit stop strategy and will you get back out on the racetrack. And I think at the end of the day, it lends itself. And again, we've got such little banking in the corners. It's basically a flat track, and the drivers they struggle with it. Nobody comes up to New Hampshire and just dominates this facility. Um, you know, nobody. You know, there are some tracks where you can pretty much take three or four drivers and know that they're pretty much a shoe-in to be in the top two, top three. Um, but in New Hampshire, it's always kind of a, 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 a you know, a crapshoot and who's going to win and, and, and who's going to be, you know, a top competitor, top performer of that race race weekend. Right. It's You'll never see two winners in a row, it feels like. I mean... It's hard. Some, it's been done, but it's it's not as easy. As, it's not It's not easy. Right. Not, though I will say the Toyotas, and we're a Toyota track, and that's a proud partner of ours. They've they've had great success. The Gibbs cars have have had a lot of success in the Speedway in the last the last few years. Um, I remember when Matt Kenseth finally made his way into Victory Lane. He, he had tried so hard to win here when he was racing with Joe Gibbs, and he he, he joked that he had no idea where Victory Lane even was. <laughs> but then he they they figured it out, and um, they were they were dominant. I mean, he, he's he's been in the Victory Lane a couple of times now. So it, it, well, when he was racing the series, but. But look, I gotta, I gotta get on the road. I, I hate to cut this short. I've enjoyed talking with you, Jeff. Um, I'm glad to, I appreciate all you do for our race fans around New England, around the country. Um, and if there's anything else I can do to help you, by all means, please reach out. Yes, sir. I absolutely will. Thank you again so much for being on the show. It was a great time and I'll be sure to get this edited, get this right over to you. Uh, no worries. And hopefully this will air right on time Saturday. I can't imagine why I wouldn't. Fantastic. Well, again, I thank you. I thank the race fans. Appreciate you having me on. And race fans, if you can hear my voice, please get a ticket. Come see us. Come see us in July, July 22nd for the New Hampshire 301. And then come back and see us for the big full throttle fall weekend in September, September 22nd, Saturday. You can't, don't want to miss that. Um, so I look forward to that. And uh, you have a great racing season, Jeff, and we'll talk soon. Absolutely, sir. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. Bye.